I'm fashion designer Ruby Bandari, and this is Design Your Life. Each episode, we're stitching a happier, more satisfying life for you with insider tips from industry experts. The fashion and lifestyle industry isn't just fabric and thread. Together, we'll learn about setting real goals and growing your look, your soul, and your attitude to make your dreams a reality. Come with me to design your life. Hello, everyone. It's Ruby Bandari, and this is my second podcast show. And I'm super excited because our first one went very, very well. We had Nadia Bashir uh, from the Dallas Palms as our guest, and she was such an inspiring entrepreneur. And the way that she built such an amazing space and with all of her expertise, it was just such so insightful to learn all the things that she had been through. So today, you know, I want to first talk to you and thank you for everyone who attended our uh, trunk show last week, March 2nd. It was our Enchanting Gardens show and super exciting because the weather was terrible, but everyone was pouring in and uh, the venue was beautiful. Nadia did a great job, an amazing job, and her manager Kathy to make it look like an Enchanting Garden. They actually uh, took my vision and they made it a reality. So I want to show you guys some footage um, that I have from the show just so if you weren't there you can see what we were doing. So here we have um, all of the different racks and we actually did um, display all of our collection. We had makeup artists, models, uh, very beautiful enchanting garden clothing. Um, each of the garments was obviously based on a garden. Um, and of course we had blacks and blues. And of course black and blue is not really part of the garden, but you know, um, blue is the new black and floral on blue how amazing does that look and you know we just put a little bit of the mirror work the mirror work the pearls the Swarovskis the sequins and you know it just really made it and of course we do our own printing so we were able to print beautiful uh, roses onto the garments and this particular one on our menswear we have actually embroidered floral embroidery so I just love the ethnic and the fusion. I love, we had birds on that and one of the menswear. Absolutely beautiful. And you know how much fun we had with our photo shoot? I had my friend Priya from Flash Brush Photography and how amazing and creative is she? I find her so creative. The photo shoot that she did and the videos that we took just during the photo shoot, we had so much fun. Great time with the models. We had Mrs. India here for two days, so we were fortunate to have her here from Mumbai and a beautiful model, Mumpreet. There's Mumpreet actually holding the camera while we took a video of her in her Enchanting Gardens collection. And here again, uh, one of the pieces that you saw, here's a 360, so you can actually see the beautiful mirror work done on gold lame fabric. And then the floral design that we embroidered onto navy blue raw silk. And one more of my favorites, one more of my favorites that you're about to see is uh, black, gold, and hot pink. And what a jacket, Italian fabric, comes into India and what do we do with it? We make it into a beautiful long jacket with gold pipe embroidery on the neck and on the collar. 
How beautiful. And the way that it was captured by Flashbrush Photography, thank you so much, Priya, for your hard work and your creativity, which makes Silk Threads look even more beautiful. After this commercial break, I'm going to have you meet our very special guest, Leah Frazier, right here in Dallas, Texas. And we are here with Leah Fraser. Hi, Ruby. Hey, thank you for coming into the studio today. Thanks for having me on Design Your Life. You know what? The reason that I wanted you to be here with me is because I really feel like I want to help people design their lives so that they're happier. And you know what? Every time I meet you, I always <laughs> feel like I'm happier every time I leave you. I feel the same way about you. You're just a bundle of energy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> energy, you're gorgeous, you're like Speedy Gonzalez because you're just like <laughs> <laughs> she comes in, she gets it done and then you're like, you're out of there. You totally made my day. See? <laughs> so I have to tell you, you know, um, you always come to Silk Threads and you know that we always serve you Indian style coffee or tea. It's my favorite. With yes. The, with the cookie on the end. That's right, with the Don't cookie. Don't forget the cookie. So today we have, um, we have... Uh, nuts, but they've got the the honey coating. I know. And I'm I got you your vanilla bean. Thank you. Uh, Thai. Mm -hmm. And you know I have I did yogi, and I just just want to read this to you because okay, it's just so you. Okay. It <laughs> says give happiness, and you will end up happy. Oh. And you know you have given so much happiness to Dallas, Texas. Thank you. You're so inspiring, and you make people happy, and I think that's what gives you happiness. And you guys make me happy back. I think it's just like this circular effect, right? When you give and you make somebody happy and then they give that back to you or you inspire them to do the things that they need to do in life. It's just, it's very fulfilling. So, yes. Well, you know, one of the most interesting things that I learned from you when we had breakfast the other day mm -hmm. is our story is not the same, but it's very similar. Mm -hmm. Because I started out of the back of my car, out of a very fancy car that I couldn't afford, and we ate ramen noodles so that we can make the car payment. What's your favorite flavor? Uh, I like the spiciest one, actually. <laughs> and you know, my husband, he was so cute. He used to make it like soupy one day, and then the next day he would make it with lots of vegetables and he would make it dry. And then the next day he got um, chicken broth, uh -huh. and he put the chicken broth in and tried to make it like, tried to add to the flavors, but we're Indian people, so we like it spicy. Yeah. So he would always add the little spicy, the chicken spicy flavor in uh -huh. it. But it always had a different taste. It always had a different taste. And you know, when you talk to me about how you had to sell your car, mm -hmm. I was I was just, I was like, oh my God, this woman is amazing. So, you know, I would really like for you to tell <laughs> everyone, our viewers and our listeners, just how you started, because I know that you were a lawyer. Mm -hmm. um, I know you got your degree in criminal justice. Yes. And tell us more. Yeah, so um, went to college in Rochester, New York on a basketball scholarship and was a criminal justice major. And our last year, we did like a big mock trial um, for criminal law. And my professor, I was on the track to be a cop. 
So I took the civil service exam, passed it, and she goes, you know what, I think you'd make an, an awesome attorney. And so I took the LSAT and got into Texas Wesleyan here in Fort Worth, which is Very now good. a and mm -hmm. and passed the Texas bar on the first try, which is wow, which is amazing. Hard. It's hard. I know people go three exactly. times over. Exactly. I know people more than that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I took the bar, got my first job um, in private practice out in Houston, uh, practicing bankruptcy law. So we represented all the banks and um, did a ton of mortgage litigation. And within a year, I was having these dreams that I was styling these women. And I've always been a shopper, so all of my basketball teammates from college, they used to go in my closet and wear my clothes, or I had a credit card problem in So school. this was just a dream. <laughs> you this had was just dreams. a dream. Yeah. So where did the modeling come from? How did you become a model? Oh my gosh. So after I left the practice of law to, uh, I did a lot of personal shopping. So that was, well, I was doing fashion reporting for CBS. I did TV for Fox while I was in Houston moved back to Dallas and continued it and left law to pursue fashion. And that just really blew up for me. And then last year, I was speaking at an event that I didn't want to go to. I'll be quite honest. I was exhausted. It was in Frisco. Uh -huh. And I was just like, oh, my God, I got to drive to Frisco. And there was a woman there that was the casting director for JCPenney. Ah. And when I walked in, immediately, she just gravitated towards me and was like, you are stunning. I love your hair. What size are you? And I'm like... Is this how you start a conversation over cocktail? <laughs> I'm a size 12. And she's like, perfect, we need you. And from that moment forward, I got signed to a modeling agency. I've booked national campaigns. I was just in my first commercial, I think a month ago. And, and I just modeled for in Austin Fashion Week. So this was totally unexpected. But at 36 and a size 12 with a little extra baggage, I'm going to go ahead and live this out <laughs> before I'm out of style. Well, I recently saw on social media your last shoot with JCPenney, and yes. I have to tell you, you know, when you wear the clothes, and I saw your picture, you are so relatable, mm -hmm. and it makes um, a woman want to buy that garment yeah. because they can see that, you know, they're, they have some form of beauty. We all yeah. have some form of beauty, and, you know, you look like one of us. And yeah. you're just clean, you're beautiful. And I looked at your the, the blouse that and I was like, Oh, I can wear that. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have what it takes for retail. Thank you. You hear that everybody? Book me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is so much fun because now the style is to just go in, laugh, act like you're talking to your girlfriends mm -hmm. and the photographer is taking the shots. And it's women that look like you, it's women that look like me. So I'm just like, hey, I I'm in right now, so let me just, you know, get all the checks <laughs> while I can. And it's just, I, I absolutely love it. And I have, I've bought many of the outfits that I've modeled because they actually do fit very well. Yeah, and they look good, and you know you looked good because they took a picture yeah, of it. Yeah, I know I looked good. <laughs> yeah. So you recently did uh, Fashion X in Austin. I did. And, you know, fun. our last big event together was Fashion X Dallas. Sure was. Yes. I forgot about that. That's right. It's, I mean, time is just passing so quickly. Oh, let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. I'm telling you, but it was a fabulous event. It was South Asian inspired. Mm -hmm. I just, can I just tell you, that was probably one of my favorite most favorite fashion shows in Dallas, and I just, it's some, it was just otherworldly for me to see, yeah, all of the fabrics, the prints, the designs, the embroideries, I just feel like South Asian designers 
they take so much care and detail into the garments, and it's just something that you don't see every day in Dallas. So shame on you, Dallas, if you weren't there. <laughs> it was amazing. It was abs it was so inspiring. Yeah, and I, you know, I really have to uh, commend Matt Sweeney. I love Matt. Um, he he really really, you know, he made South Asian fashion his baby, mm -hmm. and he worked so hard. He went to Pakistan and he got Indian designers, and you know, he really put it together well so that Dallas could really see you know, what we're really all about. I want to see it again. I, I want to see this on a grander scale. I want to see Dallas, like, full force come behind something like this because there's no reason that you have designers come all the way from South Asia. I want them to feel more love from Dallas from all spectrums because this was, that was just something that I feel like we're not going to see, you know, it, it's, and it needs to be appreciated. It's art. It was beautiful. So, you know, surprisingly, maybe not surprisingly anymore, <laughs> but almost every designer has South Asian influence in their clothing. Yeah. And people don't even realize that it's South mm -hmm. Asian. So this was like a big explosion of, hello, South Asia. Yeah. Everything you guys are loving, all the beading and the embroideries and you know the, the embellishments, that's all coming from South Asia. I gotta go. So we're planning this trip. You're gonna take me home. That's there. right. I may not come back. <laughs> I mean, y'all treat me so good. I may not come back. I'm telling you, if you get a mauling assignment, I don't know. Hey, I, I'm down. I'm down. I'm totally down. So, you know, um, one, another thing that I, I really, really wonder about, and we didn't really have time to talk about it, mm -hmm. is, you know, um, you are an African-American woman mm -hmm. here in Dallas in the fashion scene. Yes. And, you know, I have, I have known you for uh, two years now. Mm -hmm. And when I met you, I felt like your energy was bigger than life. And I loved that because I always feel like my energy is bigger than life. And it we is. just became bigger and bigger than life <laughs> when we were together, even for 15 minutes at the yeah. end of that show that we did. Mm -hmm. And um, you're, you know, you spoke and you were the, um, you were the MC for the night mm -hmm. and you were fantastic. And I just felt like my garments just looked so much better because you talked so well about them. Thank you. And you know, I want to know what kind of things you went through as an African-American woman um, in the fashion industry. Um, and I know that a lot of these um, people are very close to you now. Yeah. Um, but what did you go through and how did you get here? And after you're done, well, before, before <laughs> you even, I want, I want to hear, I want to hear the story that you told me the other day about when you left uh, the law, mm -hmm. the law firm, how did you get to where you got to? Oh, it's so hard. Well, first of all, um, it's been a fight because, like you said, I go into spaces where there's no one that looks like me. And so I've kind of taken on this role to champion and kick down doors and make sure that my voice is heard so that all the women of color that are coming after me, it's not going to be as hard. You know, so I'm trying to create these seats at the table for them. Um, but leaving law, no, it wasn't easy. I made a lot of money as an attorney. I was a young attorney that was in-house, which anybody that's a lawyer knows that that in and of itself is um, it's successful. And I drove a really nice car. I had a BMW that I was really proud of, you know, moonroof and all that fancy stuff. 
and decided to go into my passion full time. But I went into it with just the passion and I didn't really have a full out plan. So in doing that, I lost a lot. I had to sell a lot of things to keep afloat, to pay rent. You know, like you said, like I had to give my car back because I couldn't afford the payments on it anymore. But it didn't stop me. I knew that my vision was bigger than me. Um, there was women that needed to be inspired by me. Those doors that I tell you I had to break down. There's people that depended on me, so it couldn't be woe is Leah. Oh my God, you can't drive a BMW anymore. Well, what does everybody else do? They take the bus, they take the train. So it was a whole year that I was taking public transportation and nobody knew. Wow. An entire year. Only one person knew and it was my best friend and it was because she passed me on a street one day as I was standing on the corner waiting for the bus to come pick me up. And she was like, girl, get in this car. It's 100 degrees outside. <laughs> Let me take you to where you need to be. But when somebody can tell you that they didn't know you went through those things, that means I always did it with a smile on my face. It means that I was always thinking about the people who I was supposed to serve. And it didn't matter to me what anybody else thought about my situation. I just knew I had to win at whatever cost that was. Well, I like the fact that you were able to really do it with a great attitude. Yeah. And that you're really feeling like you're doing it for the people. Yeah. Um, because that's really what keeps you going. Mm -hmm. It really does. And okay, you told me one more thing. What did you do when you went to like galas or you went to events? Because you couldn't take a uh, bus. <laughs> so I, I always, I, I thought about one day I'm going to write this book called Positive Spins. Mm -hmm. And it's just like taking situations that people think are negative and putting a positive spin on it so that, you know, your mindset is just a little bit better, right? So taking the bus, you know, I would always spin it and say, okay, this is my way to connect with people or to even just slow down and relax because mm -hmm. I go 900 miles a minute. So I read so much on the train and on the bus. So going to the galas, though, it being Dallas, you know, I can't show up walking in heels or like, you know, the train doesn't drop you off right in front <laughs> of the event space. So I ended up getting a partnership with Lyft and uh -huh. they ended up putting a lot of money on my account just for me to post on social media that, you know, I had partnered with them. How so did I you partner with them? <laughs> did you just go in and just be your Leah no. self? Again, it was just things that fell into place. I ended up having a meeting with their Dallas marketing mm -hmm. um, officer and we were talking about other events and she was like, oh, we represent Lyft. So what do you think we could do with Lyft? Mm. And then we got into a partnership and I'm just thinking, thank you, God, because this is perfect on those days where it's 100 degrees out, but I have to wear a nice garment and I don't want to walk or take the bus or take the train. Um, so it worked out perfectly. You know, I got to Uber. Sometimes I would do Uber and Lyft or I would take their luxury car service to get dropped off because you know how Dallas is. Mm -hmm. And again, no one knew the struggles that I was having behind closed doors to make sure my business could stay afloat so that eventually I could get to and fro. And now everything that I lost has been restored plus more. That's amazing. Plus more. Like, I, I feel like I'm at least three times more wealthy just all the way around, not even financially, but with friends and family and experiences than I was before, you know, when I was an attorney. Well, you know, I just love the fact that you had told me that you actually are now in a position where you are donating mm -hmm. to other charities yeah. and you are part of women's forums. And, mm -hmm. you know, you had, um, okay, you had talked to me about startup. Yeah. Right? Aren't you in charge of, of startup? <laughs> yes, I have people texting me about that today. Uh, I am the fashion track captain for Dallas Startup Week. Um, all information on DallasStartupWeek.com. And um, this is my fifth year 
I tried to get out of it. They won't let me. I'm so good at what I do. So let's, why don't you explain to me what, what the Dallas Startup Week is? So Dallas Startup Week is five days of just curated content across 16 tracks. So when I say tracks, I mean subject matters, right? Real estate, social good, fashion, um, marketing, whatever a small business or entrepreneur would need. Uh, it is funded by Capital One, so it's all free. And it's literally like attending a conference for five days. So it's April 1st through the 5th. You can register, and then you can choose what sessions you want to go to. And nine times out of ten, most of those sessions are right within you know a certain feet of each other downtown. That's fabulous. Mark and, Cuban's uh, a keynote this year. Oh, is he really? And they just announced five or six other major speakers. <laughs> I'm coming to see Mark Cuban. Yeah, I know. He's right? like, so you got to sign up though. I'm telling you. So this is a free event. It's absolutely it's free. for men and women. It's men and women. Okay. We have some of the top Fortune 500 CEOs that fly in from all over the U.S. Mm -hmm. to attend. Um, every single question you need answered will get answered at Startup Week. If you're looking for investor funding. There's venture capitalists, there's angel investors that have panels that tell you exactly what to do to get the funding for your business. There's marketing questions answered, social media, there's PR, there's, I mean, social good. Do you want to start a nonprofit? There's people there that tell you how to do that. A legal track, get all your attorney questions answered. You can't go wrong. If you don't go, I don't want to hear your mouth 360, you know, days out of the year. <laughs> yeah, you know what I love is that, you know, there just wasn't so much information out there when I started my business. Right. There was, okay, there was nothing. There was absolutely nothing. And now, I mean, for people who want to start their own businesses or they want to start anything. Right. They have any, any entrepreneurial um, uh, cell in their blood. There is, there's so many great ways and so many avenues to learn. And this is, it's free. It's free. It's right here in Dallas. Right you can here. choose your sessions. And I think the best of the best from every different industry are going to be there. And every issue. So like even in the fashion track, one of our sessions that I'm trying to get Ruby on, y'all, <laughs> discusses the fact that maybe the fashion show doesn't have the same market and appeal as it did. So what should our designers be doing? Should they be doing pop-ups? Should they be releasing collections strictly on social media and digitally? Um, should they take another avenue with e-commerce? So it's all those issues that people discuss throughout the year, but now we're doing it with the best of the best to give them the tools they need to, to sustain and to be successful in 2019. Well, you know, I'm totally ready to be on that panel, and I know... I need the Ruby perspective. I know that... I'm going to learn so much at the same time. Yes. As I give my input. Yes. I know that there, there's going to be the most amazing panelists because I know you choose them yourself. I do. <laughs> They're my friends. <laughs> yeah. So I am just, I'm, I'm so excited and I'm so glad. Is there a, a particular website? Yes. Yeah, so you sign up and register at DallasStartupWeek.com. Mm -hmm. And we just released part of the schedule today and we'll be dropping more and more of the schedule um, throughout the week. Um, the fashion track, we always have parties, so I'm about to upload a happy hour, and then we're partnering on a very special launch party for RentMyWardrobe.com, so you guys don't want to miss that. It's going to, I can't tell you what's going down at this party, but you don't want to miss this party. Sounds so cool. It Rent sounds party. so cool. You know, um, we are working on two things too. Silk mm -hmm. Threads is working on, one aspect is we're opening a new men's store. Yes! yes. And then the other aspect is... Right now, only for women is we are going to start um, a particular section of 
of gowns that you can rent. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Yes. yes. Well, I've got plenty of galas. I will be calling Silk Threads because that dress I wore for Fashion X, I got a ton of requests on. Oh, and I have to tell you, you look beautiful in royal blue. Thank you. It is your color. I felt great. I mean, all the colors pulled together so amazingly. Like, I never would have chosen that for myself. Well, that's my job. Exactly. You came through there. You're wearing this. Okay, Ruby. That is my job. <laughs> you're wearing this, and you wear this like this, and you. So when you weren't there, and I was getting ready backstage, and I was like, uh, uh, uh. Ruby says I have to do this, and I have to do that. You got to make it happen. <laughs> you know, we can't make Mama mad. That's right. Well, it's the Silk Threads experience. That's it's right. the Silk Threads experience. <laughs> you know, I'm so curious. After all the things that you've been through, um, do you have like a a role model, any Hollywood star or a politician or anyone that you that you followed or that inspired you? Ah, this is really, really tough. I mean, my mom's my immediate role model because mm -hmm. she had it tough. And one day when she tells her story, it's going to be powerful. But um, she's gone through a lot. And so I witnessed as a child how to power through unfortunate circumstances and still come up on top and never stop fighting. So I think I got that fighter and independent woman side from my mom because you just have to. Um, but here in Dallas, Rhonda Sargent Chambers is an amazing mentor to me. Like a, when we were discussing, she's fair. Mm -hmm. So I, I know whether you're black, white, natural hair, straight European hair, whatever, Rhonda's gonna give it to you straight, mm -hmm. and she's just, and she supports, she supports her industry. And she doesn't see, it's that women's empowerment thing where mm -hmm. she doesn't see people as competition. She knows, she's very firmly grounded in what she does, but she wants to see you succeed and she'll help you rise. Oh no, she's extremely confident, yeah. she's beautiful, she's warm and welcoming. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, any person that I see her meet, they meet her with so much love, and it's just because she has so much love to give. She does, and she you does. can call. She's like you, Ruby. You call and text her at any time of night, just like you did me the other night at 3 a.m. I was like, <laughs> she's crazy. <laughs> I know you're up, but some of us are asleep. Rhonda's kind of the same thing. You know, anytime you need her, whether she's in town or out of town, just give her a ring or text her, and she's there to help. So she's been an amazing mentor for me. So... I have questions on my cell phone. <laughs> um, okay, struggles in building your name, your company, um, anything in society. I mean, right now, Dallas is a very metropolitan city. Mm -hmm. um, tell us um, specifically um, something that you remember, something that really you hold on to as a struggle that you overcame. Um, I know I saw something very recently on social media um, with some bloggers, mm -hmm. but just tell me sort of how it happened. Um, I'm an advocate for just inclusion and diversity. Uh, so specifically having been in the blogger influencer space for well over 10 years, there hasn't been many platforms that have invited women of color in our perspective. It's always been from a perspective of blonde, blue eyes, Caucasian, and that's not I have a ton of blonde, blue-eyed, Caucasian blogger friends who are fantastic at what they do. But oftentimes in advertising, that's all that we see. And so it sends the message to someone who may not be as confident as me that this is the only way you could be successful is if you look like this. And then there's blogger platforms that are out there that says, 
you or that communicate you can only be a successful blogger if you blog like this and I've just I've always said no so I've gotten denied twice from certain platforms and I've just made it a stance five years ago that I'm just gonna be Leah at whatever cost I don't need your stamp of approval I'm curvy I'm a woman of color I have natural hair and that's what I want to communicate to the world so in seeing an advertisement by a Fort Worth shopping district not too long ago uh, they were doing a bloggers event and it only had Caucasian, blue-eyed, and blonde. And I didn't see anybody that looked like me. And my Twitter followers said, hey, we have an age issue. There's no one over the age of 25 on that picture or 30. And then um, additionally, even some of my Caucasian friends had an issue with it because they were like, well, I have red hair. So like, what, what is this? <laughs> so I put it out on social media and it went viral and the shopping district ended up contacting me. But we worked it all out to where now they want to include me in some of their campaigns as far as, you know, letting me take a look at it first to make sure that it communicates to women that look like us before you just put it out there in the space and exclude us, even though that wasn't your intention. Okay, so you know, I think that thankfully, people are not um, intentionally doing it anymore. Right. I think they just don't realize, and I'm so glad that you know you came forward and you actually just made them realize because I'm sure they're actually really good people. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and so they were like, you know, light bulb. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it got around to I guess one of the young ladies who works in that department, her professor that commented on my post and said, oh, well, they're really good kids. And look, at the end of the day, they could be the most amazing people in the world, but sometimes doing things unintentionally or inadvertently can still cause damage. And so that was my point to them to say, you have to be so careful with this because all the years that you took to be diverse and to make sure that you were including certain types of women, you just unwound all of that with just one post. So you have to be so intentional and so careful when it comes to um, inclusion and in advertising. So this is a part of the big reason, as I talk to you, I realize mm -hmm. that you are so good at public relations. So <laughs> you have your own PR company. Yeah. You're a model. Yeah. You used to be a lawyer, so you know all mm -hmm. the laws. Mm -hmm. uh, what a combination. So um, besides the Dallas Startup Week, what else, what, else, what else have you been up to? Oh my gosh, Ruby, just a little bit of everything. I have my own Women's Day Conference on March the 30th, and I just love women's events. There's something that's so magical when you get a room of women that are in expectation of something all together like we feed off of each other's mm -hmm. energy we give so I'm just excited to host 150 women at we work um, in Plano and just to just have fun come attend sessions get what you need for your business because we're both you know girl bosses and I'm gonna give all of that to you guys. We're gonna eat, there's gonna be a DJ, we're gonna have food, cause I love to eat. <laughs> and no one should leave there without forming a sisterhood with somebody. Like there's going to be people there that I just know in the bottom of my heart are gonna have lifelong friendships and partnerships. And that's all I want. So for March 30th. March 30th. You know that every and any event that you do, Silk Threads is always giving back to the community. And we would love to be part of everything that you're doing. But of course. <laughs> yes, because we want to make sure that, you know, we're strengthening um, women. Because for me, women are the soul. They're the soul of the earth. And yeah. they're the ones that make the world go round. It really does. Yep. I mean, I don't care what... 
faith you are, religion or whatever, somewhere within those books, chapters, whatever scriptures is a woman that helped push a man into his purpose. So if we're able to do that and we were so creative and we know how to get things done and we can execute, just imagine if you had 150 of those light bulbs in one room. It's gonna be, it's gonna shine so bright. I'm so excited. And you know what's so great? Again, is you know you had talked about how you were just that fighter and mm -hmm. you were in a bad place, mm -hmm. but nobody ever knew it because your attitude was so yeah. good. And I think that for people, men and women, I mean, I'm really excited about the startup, the yeah. Dallas Startup Week, but. Um, this, these sort of groups and these sort of meetings really encourage you because maybe you're not a fighter yeah. or maybe you don't know what to do. Yeah. And you know, when you meet people, you come up with so many ideas. Yeah. You always can, I mean, there are opportunities everywhere, every day. Mm -hmm. And there, a lot of times you can't see them. Right. I mean, I look for opportunities. Yeah. So I'm always, you know, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. And I know you are too. And yeah, so too. when an opportunity comes in front of you, you can see it. Yeah. Um, but there are people who can't see it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they may have been, you know, they may have had a situation, they're down in the dumps. And these sort of groups, which are now happening, I mean, there's um, women empowerment lunches and these forums and there's things happening every oh, month in Dallas. There's another one where it's like, it doesn't even have to be my event. I think... Uh, DCEO is putting on an event. One of my girlfriends who's like the top person over at Uptown is on the panel and I'm like, I just want to come support you. So I'm going to buy my ticket just so I can come and support. And just sometimes doing that puts you in a whole nother space. You get to meet a whole new group of people. I hate networking within the same groups. I yeah. just like to meet you know new people. And I think being intentional about doing those things really helps you to flourish and grow. Yes, and I mean, even if your energy is not at the level of ours, <laughs> it will be when you leave the event. Exactly. You yeah. know, you could be shy and all of that, but after a certain point of time, let your personality shine. Because I can't tell you how many of those events I go to and people are just stiff. And I'll just sit in the corner and just laugh because it's really not that serious. You should be having fun. If you're not having fun, I don't know why you're doing it. Exactly. And I think if you're having fun, it just changes everything. Your heart is just exactly. glowing and, you know, you've got sunshine on your face. I was selling my TV happy. Just grateful <laughs> that I had the time that I had the vehicle to go get it so I could sell it to go pay my rent, you know. And so you just have to, you have to find joy in the little things and know that, like, whatever you're going through, whatever struggle, um, life's not over. It's going to work out. Maybe this is just something you have to go through to make you a better person. And for me, it was... Um, to really let me know that this dream and this vision I had was not for not, you know, and that I had to keep going and that it was for something. So, and then I'm going to tell people, like you said, so they know I'm not the only person that's gone through this, man, if she went through it, then I know I can power through that. And so I'm very open and vocal and I'm not ashamed of my story. Well, you know, I would like to know, um, or I'd like to have our listeners know about March 30th. Yes. So activate her. So it's a play on the word activator. I'm just a genius. <laughs> <laughs> so activate her. Yes. Okay. 2019 will be March 30th at WeWork Legacy North. It's brand new. Uh, the shop's a legacy, and it's going to be from 8.30 in the morning, that's registration, all the way until 6 p.m. So great. This is a Saturday morning. This is a Saturday. Come spend your day with us. There will be swag bags. There will be food. There's breakout sessions, so you don't have to go to everything. Just choose whatever you need help with for your business or to get your dream off the ground. 
And we have news stations that are going to be there, magazines, some of the top business leaders in the city. Uh, my friend Tiffany Derry, who was top chef, is going to be there. She's, I don't know, she got nominated that three times so for an Emmy. That is so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, so I was like, Tiffany's going to be there. Oh, my God. She's not cooking. That'll be next time. Uh, but <laughs> Tiffany will be there. You know, she's a judge on Top Chef Junior right now. And she's just... Fantastic. All the women that are coming are fantastic. And I want everybody to have direct access to all of them. And the crazy thing is, these are all my friends. That's so amazing. So it's a phone call to say, hey, girl, I'm doing this. Can you make it? And they, all of them have said yes. You know, it's so great to see that um, women are becoming chefs now. Yeah. I mean, there have there's always been like, um, you know, maybe 1%. Yeah. Out of 100% <laughs> of, of chefs, but I'm so glad to see um, that women are really, because women cook so well. It's just yeah, that they're yeah. always Her cooking food. in the house. I'm kind of glad she's not cooking, because she has these biscuits with this orange glaze sauce thing on it. I'm just butchering it. I'm sorry, Tiffany. But it is so good. I don't care what diet you on or how strong you think you are, you will not be able to resist it. I'm going to have to learn how to make those so I can Ooh. serve them with our no, coffee you, no, at you don't. Threads. No, you don't. <laughs> I will take your cookie, that little cookie, anytime. <laughs> Do not put it with Tiffany's biscuit. It, I'll just, whoosh. no. I can't stop eating them. No, no, no. It's not good. So I am excited about March 30th. I am too. And just right after March 30th, you're jumping right into Startup Week. Startup Week. I know. So I want everybody to just leave my day conference and then go straight into Startup Week, which is free. So whatever you didn't get from Activate Her, which, you know, we can only do so much in a day, mm -hmm. sign up for Dallas Startup Week and get the rest of that information. It's all paid for. So Dallas no Startup Week. Dot com. All right. And on the third, Alice will kill me if I don't plug this, we have the first time ever the inaugural Women in Innovation Summit. So I actually took off for the entire day because um, I want to be able to attend this. So there will be no fashion track sessions on that day because I want all of my women to go and support and sign up for that. Absolutely. I will definitely be there. Always love to support April women. April 3rd. Yay, that sounds great. <laughs> so, you know what? Um, I'm so excited that you were on the show today. Thanks for having me, Ruby. And I, I really feel like just in the short amount of time, you gave so much valuable information. Thank you. Um, to people who want to do something with their lives. And, you know, we are here. We are here to design your life. Yes. And we want to inspire and we want to make you beautiful from inside and out. We want your heart to shine. We want sunshine on your face. And, you know, if you have any questions or suggestions of something that you want to see, you want to hear, um, please follow Leah Frazier because <laughs> I do. And um, follow SilkThreads.com. Um, and Silk Threads by Ruby Vendari on Facebook, Silk Threads Inc. Tell me, tell me your handles. Uh, LeahFraser.com mm -hmm. and then at the T-H-E Leah Fraser across all of my platforms. Okay. That's wonderful because, you know, if you're looking for something and on, on an ongoing basis, mm -hmm. Leah always has things on her social media. Mm -hmm. I always have things on my social media. Yeah. You know, if you need to know what's happening this month or next month or, hey, maybe you're not planning anything right now, but maybe six months down the line you decide that you want to open a business or you want to become an entre entrepreneur, I think that this, you know, we always are there. And you can always text, email, um, info at silkthreads.com or what's your email? 
Leah at think3, spell three, all the way out, T-H-R-E-E, media.com. So okay, Leah. never mind. Just go to the <laughs> Leah Fraser, get on her social media and send her a message. Or you can go to LeahFraser.com, <laughs> the contact me tab, and just shoot me a message and we get back to you within 24 hours. Yeah, so I mean, even if it's <laughs> if it's a fashion question, you don't know what to wear with your skirt. Or you want to book me because I love hosting and emceeing events. That, that's my jam. I love doing that. Yeah, so we're here for you and we would love to see you. And and our next our next show is in two weeks, exactly two weeks, um, two Thursdays from now. And we're here to design your life. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching Design Your Life. If this episode sparked an idea or a question, I'd love to hear it. Send me a message to my Facebook page, Silk Threads by Ruby Bandari, or you can email me at info at silkthreads.com. You may be featured on an upcoming episode.